0: Welcome to the Thelcom Podcast. Now, here's a question for you. Who doesn't want to live a great life? Surely we all want to live a wonderful life. And this podcast is all about the ingredients for a great life. We'll be sharing the detail of tools, tactics, techniques, mindsets that you can consider and adopt if you like them to create your own great life. We'll be interviewing kind-hearted people who want to share their ideas, their stories, and their methods with you. You are listening to the Thelcom Podcast, and your host is David Lilly. This week's podcast is all about positivity and the different types of characters that exist within the human being species. as people, I always say that, broadly speaking, there are two types of people. There are pessimists, optimists, and some would say there are realists as well. But for me, there are mainly two types of people, people who are primarily more pessimistic and people who are primarily or predominantly more optimistic. The attitudes that people exhibit in their day-to-day life are 100% determined levels of achievement and happiness. I've seen that countless times over the years. Let's take a deeper look at pessimists and provide a bit of an interpretation of what they are. Well, a pessimist tends to look at the negative side of everything. and This can prevent them from taking part in the life activities and attempting new experiences, trying out new business ventures and exploring different places to visit. The worst part I would say about a pessimist is that they live with a cloud of negativity and an attitude of, I can't do this, hanging over them. This can have an impact on their relationships because many people simply just don't want to be around negative people, negative life partners, family members, or even friends. Now let's look at the basic definition of an optimist optimists are more likely to walk around with a pleasant look or a smile on their face, with more of a spring in their stride and they're rarely short of friends and acquaintances. People like to be in the company and in the presence of an optimist. As I support people through business coaching and generally through life, people who come to me for help, I get some people who, let's just say, were probably airing more on the side of pessimism than optimism, who don't believe it's possible to change. Well, I know that that's not true. It is possible to become predominantly more optimistic. Now... Don't get me wrong, I'm not suggesting that all of us walk around with a silly, cheesy grin on our face all the time. Life challenges come along and we all feel down. We all have moments of pessimism. We all have periods in our life where we feel low. But over the years, I myself have worked harder to become a more ambitious and a more positive and optimistic person. And this change in my mindset has been instrumental in helping me to design a life of desire, a life that I am predominantly happy with. Now, I was born and lived in a council house for more than 20 years of my 51 years. And this was not a place, in my experience, where people were particularly optimistic. It's not a place where people were particularly ambitious either. Those type of mindsets didn't prevail. So how can people move from being pessimistic to optimistic more of the time? Here are some of the tips that I warmly share with you, knowing they will help you to transition into a more positive and optimistic person. Number one, a little tip is to reflect on what went well in your day. So at the end of the day, relax, sit down, perhaps a cup of tea, or if you prefer a glass of wine, some of you may want to line the bath with the candles and the aroma oils and reflect on the day. Getting to the habit of taking just a few minutes to think back on what's happened that day. Focus on the positive experiences, the occurrences that made you laugh or smile during the day, the people you met who lifted your spirits, even though it might have just been a smile as you passed someone or a friendly chat. Equally, As you wake up in the morning, start thinking about what you want to accomplish in the hours ahead and think positively, carrying the sure belief and total expectation that your modestly expected positive day will unfold in the way that you want it to. You may well have noticed that your subconscious mind churns over the uppermost thoughts in your mind. As you drift off into sleep, this influences your dreams, and sometimes you'll wake up in the morning with an immediate recall of the positive or the negative dream. Now, if you allow yourself to go to sleep with negative thoughts washing through your mind, the chances are you will have nightmares or unpleasant dreams. So a tip to be more positive ahead of sleep is this simple pattern of questions that you can get into the habit of asking yourselves, what did I enjoy most about today? what made me laugh the most what was the biggest laugh what made me feel good about myself you know was it that you demonstrated some kindness to someone maybe you lifted the case for an old person into the back of their car or helped someone on the train with their luggage or gave a homeless person 10 pounds whatever it was that made you feel good about yourself and then finally picture the face of the person you love the most and imagine them happy and smiling. Think of the times that you've spent with them that are joyous. These types of reflections can help you to trigger positive thoughts and images into your mind, and as a result, you'll sleep better and you'll dream better, and you'll wake up in a significantly better mood. Number two, commence your day by focusing on your objectives and expectations. As soon as you open your eyes in the morning, visualize yourself at the end of the day having achieved everything on your objective list or your to-do list for that day. As you go about your day, allow your mind to focus on the long-term desires and aspirations you've set yourself. Visualize yourself already having reached those life desires and goals. This might be laying on the beach absorbing the sunshine. For some it might be driving a brand new car, wearing the clothing that you've set your sights on having the relationship in your life, being with someone that you truly love, spending wonderful leisure time with your family. Simply imagine that that is happening. Number three, and I think this is probably one of the most valuable tips that I can give anyone, and that is to keep a journal or a diary, some people prefer to call it, and record your daily progress. I always say to people it pays to consider life as a marathon, not a sprint. Don't expect to enjoy wildly ambitious and unreal expectations to achieve things in a short space of time. Positive mindset involves building continuously on small steps of progress and improvements and accomplishments. Think of yourself as scattering seeds and watering those seeds on a daily basis, ensuring they get the appropriate light and they're being looked after and those seeds will eventually start to sprout and grow. Take written notes of your daily developments. What you've learned, where have you improved, write them down or recall them in your head whilst you're in the shower on a walk, in the gym, or whilst brushing your teeth. Don't use the excuse of not having a paper diary. You might want to get one of the brilliant free apps out there for both Android and Apple. For example, Google Keep, and make a list of progress on your smartphone. The truth is that self-confidence, positivity, and optimism takes time to nurture, and it comes through practice. Getting into these very simple habits can help you build and sustain your levels of optimism, so that over time, all of this will feel totally natural to you. Next up, I would suggest we practice gratitude. Now, I've counseled people who have many aspects of their life to be grateful for, but they choose not to see their reasons for gratitude. Instead, they tend to focus more on the negatives and what's missing from their lives. I suggest we all take some time to reflect and be aware of what we should be grateful for, And once again, the art of writing this down serves to be like a brain photograph, a mental picture of these items that you need to be grateful for in your mind. Eternal optimists never forget what they need to be thankful for. As we set on a mental journey to achieve more from our existence, it's important to feel grateful for what we have in the present. Failing to acknowledge our reasons for gratitude means that we can be guilty of cultivating an attitude of dissatisfaction alongside our ambitions, and this can suppress the harvest of optimism. Why not make a quick list of the half a dozen aspects of your life that you should be most grateful for at the start of every day? It's okay to do this mentally if you prefer not to be writing things down, but there is huge power in just quickly scribbling things down on a journal in a paper pad. It has far greater impact on your brain if you do that, and literally what is a minute to reflect on the things that you ought to be grateful for. The next area of focus is problems and challenges are inevitable. They're going to happen. But your mindset should immediately switch to seeking a solution. So as human beings, those of us who live in the UK are used to it getting dark in the later September. And in October and November, it's dark really early in the afternoon. And what happens is we turn the light on. When it goes dark, we turn the light on. What I'm suggesting is when we have problems and challenges in our life, we switch on our solution-seeking mode. Just the same as when it goes dark, we turn the light on, when it goes dark in our life and we have challenges and problems, then we need to switch on the solution-seeking mode. It's impossible to go through life without adversity, without challenges, bad luck, bad days. It happens to us all. However, every problem or difficulty that we encounter confronts us with a choice that we have to make. We have an opportunity to make a definite decision. Where will you focus your thoughts and efforts? Sure, you're going to hit life challenges, but does your mind immediately switch to the negative side of that, or do you turn the light on to a positive solution and looking for that positive solution? That is a habit you need to get into. When a challenge comes along that you need to overcome, switch into solution mode, just like when it goes dark, we turn on the light. So don't be thinking, oh no, here's a challenge. What you should be doing is thinking, here's a challenge, never mind. It's life. What's my solution to overcome this challenge? Optimists don't waste their time looking for people to blame. And if they do, they don't do it for very long. They don't make excuses or wallow in the detail of any particular issue. Optimists pretty much immediately, or at least very quickly, start hunting for solutions. Take time to reflect on some of your most frustrating life failures and setbacks. In retrospect, ask yourself this. What did these challenges, mistakes and issues help you to learn? What did you learn from them? How did those experiences help you to circumnavigate and avoid the same issues and the same mistakes again? If You can develop a habit of quickly analyzing failures as soon as they occur and then immediately focus on the remedy or a solution to that failure. You'll develop a healthy habit and a reputation as a positive solution seeker. Optimists tend not to engage in a blame culture. When inevitable issues occur, they are straight into solution mindset mode. The next focus probably seems quite obvious, and it's seek out the optimists. Optimistic people have an allergy to negative people. Of course, some optimistic people have a desire to help negative people, but they don't have the time, energy, or inclination to spend too much time with people who consistently choose the path of pessimism and demonstrate a refusal to change and try to improve. They come to appreciate these personality types erode their energy and eat into their optimistic mindset, draining their vitality and enthusiasm. Perhaps you're listening to this and recognizing yourself as sometimes being a negative pessimist. One of the best ways to wrestle yourself from this negative mindset is to seek out positive-minded, motivated people to spend time with. Make sure you take some time to be quiet and attentive when you're in their company and observe them. Watch how they engage with other people. Watch how they look at other people, how they make eye contact. Listen to their words and observe their body language. In this exercise, you'll quickly see that optimists attract other optimists. And as you break the pattern of pessimism and become an optimistic person, people will become attracted to your personality. And they will offer you their friendship, their company. They'll be interested in you. They'll want to be around you they'll encourage you this all serves to keep your own optimism levels topped up becoming a virtuous circle of positivity thank you for taking the time to listen to the thalcom podcast today my name is david Lilly, the creator of the thalcom formula an author of the book, The Ingredients for a Great Life. If you've enjoyed this podcast, why not give us a ranking and share it with two or three friends. If you've listened to this and you thought, you know what, that short podcast might just hit the mark for a person that you love or care about, please share it with three or four people that you know. And thank you for taking time to listen to me today.